Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad. Uh, Oh my gosh. Happy January and happy 2023. It feels so good to be back. I hope that every single one of you had such a beautiful holiday season. I really miss sharing a new episode with you guys every Tuesday in December, but it was so sweet to be able to pause and focus my time and energy on, you know, giving birth and becoming Everly's mom. Also, I have goosebumps. How cool that I can call her by her name now here on the show instead of saying baby E. But honestly, I am so stoked to be back. Podcasting really is my favorite, favorite way to create content for you all. And we've got some great episodes lined up for quarter one. Let me just tell you, starting with today's episode, if you're feeling stressed out when it comes to setting goals, I've got your back. Like, do not worry. We're going to work through that together. But um, I, first of all, have to tell you, it's the first Tuesday of the month, right? It's the first Tuesday of the year, really, Um, which means that we're going to kick the show off with Hustle Sanely News. It's a little segment where I give you all the juicy details about what's going on in the Hustle Sanely community for the month. Now, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I am still on maternity leave, so it's a pretty chill month around here. The BFF membership is the only thing that I'm actively showing up for for the next two months, and it's actually open for enrollment right now. We open it once a quarter, and usually it's the week before the new quarter starts, but because I know the last week of the year is just pretty busy for a lot of people with New Year's and traveling and all that stuff, I wanted to push quarter one enrollment to the first week of January so that you can become a Hustle Sanely BFF and you don't miss the window to sign up since it's only open four times a year. So you can sign up to join the Hustle Sanely BFF membership from January 2nd through the 6th. So our topic for quarter one is simplifying for a more peacefully productive life. We are digging into decluttering our mind, our homes, and our schedules so that you can focus on what matters most in your life. It is super hard to focus when you have so much clutter taking up space in your mind, on your schedule, and in your home. Now, I'm going to be giving the BFFs three book recommendations to read to support this topic. In January, I'm going to be doing a training all about this topic. And of course, 
of course. You're going to get an aesthetically pleasing workbook to take guided notes during the session, and I'm giving you some action steps to follow. Then in February, I'm going to be doing our hot seat group coaching call, answering all of the BFF's questions about the action steps and implementing them in their lives. Um, And then in March, I'm so excited, you guys. We have our guest expert coming in, and I'm going to tell you who it is. It is Desiree from the Minimalish podcast, and she is going to be teaching us strategies to really simplify our homes and our living spaces. She has been on the show, and that is one of y'all's favorite guest episodes ever. So I am just over the freaking moon that she is going to be our guest expert in the BFF membership for quarter one. So super excited about that. Plus, we get to hang out on Zoom once a month as a community, and it's just the best time. In December, Everly actually joined us for her first ever BFF Zoom hangout, and it was the sweetest thing, letting the BFFs virtually meet her. She even had on a little BFF onesie for the occasion. I can't. Like, I cannot. Um, But in March, I am going to be bringing back our weekly Zoom co-working sessions in the BFF membership too, because those were such a hit before I started my maternity leave. So anyway, that's what we've got going on in the BFF membership for quarter one. I would be so honored to have you join me and over 275 other incredible women as we work to create our peacefully productive lives together. The BFF membership is is hands down my favorite part of my job. And getting to do life with such rad women is so humbling. Again, the membership is open for new members from January 2nd through the 6th. You can learn all the details about the membership and sign up at jessicamassey.com slash BFF. I cannot wait to welcome you into our wonderful community. And that's it for the Hustle Sanely News for January. I told y'all it was short and sweet. I'm going to be on maternity leave until February 13th-ish. So thank you for respecting that and understanding that things will be just a little bit quieter in Hustle Sanely land until quarter two. All right, let's talk about goals, shall we? I feel like when it comes to goals, there are two camps, okay? People either love setting fresh goals or the thought of it stresses them the F out. Now, I'm gonna be honest, not gonna lie, I have always loved setting new goals, like ever since I was a little girl. I would get so stoked at the start of a new year, dreaming up all my goals and mapping out what I wanted to accomplish in the year ahead. But I get quite a few DMs and emails from people telling me that goal setting is something that they absolutely dread because they feel like they're doing it wrong or like they're bad at it. And I'm here to say, no, like we are shutting that down. We are tossing out those lies in today's episode, okay? So I came up with five reasons why you might dread goal setting and a solution that kind of goes along with each one of those. So let's just jump right in, okay? Number one, you might dread goal setting because you go into goal setting putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Listen, I'm going to say this flat out. Goals are not meant to cause you stress. Now, yes, sometimes little parts of a goal journey can be stressful, but the thought of the goal itself that you're pursuing really shouldn't make you feel uneasy or heavy or anything like that. I am all for holding ourselves accountable and keeping promises to ourselves, but I feel like putting outrageous 
pressure on ourselves oftentimes stems from a little thing called perfectionism, which I actually looked up the definition of perfectionism. Are you surprised? Are you shocked that I'm about to read you a definition from dictionary.com? So perfectionism is the refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. Okay, that sounds absolutely terrible. There is no room for perfectionism when you're living a peacefully productive life because a peacefully productive life requires flexibility and grace and perfectionism doesn't allow for those things. So if this is you, what is the solution? Like if you're having a hard time with goal setting because you're putting a ton of pressure on yourself, what can you do? My advice would be redefine what goals are and the purpose that they serve. And so a little two for one, you're welcome work on your self-talk, okay? So let's start with the first part of that, redefining what goals are and the purpose that they serve in your life. Now, goals can be tricky because it's really tempting to focus on the destination, like that end point, but most of your time is spent on the journey, on the way to your goals. Like goals are not a metric to measure whether or not you're doing enough. They're vehicles that move you toward what matters most to you. Goals, are tools to help you show up intentionally for your life, okay? That's how I want you to view goals. It's not like a pass or fail. It's not like earning your your badge of honor, like, okay, I did enough. I'm good enough. Like, that's not what goals are for. Goals are just holding you accountable to show up how you want to be showing up for your life, right? So that is how I want you to start thinking about goals. And then the second part of that, working on your self-talk, I'm going to tell you like it is, okay? I used to really struggle with my self-talk. It was mostly negative. I was very, very harsh in how I spoke to myself. I would call myself names all the time, like failure, lazy, not good enough, unworthy, those kinds of things. And uh, like just saying those kinds of words and speaking that kind of stuff over myself, like that was my norm in my mind. And because of that, I was showing up as burned out, hurried and overwhelmed for my life. Y'all know that I'm a big believer that our thoughts have a direct impact on our actions. So when I started my Hustle Sanely journey, I learned how powerful our self-talk is. And I did some inner work through journaling and going to therapy to learn how to shift my thoughts and actually change the neural pathways in my brain by implementing positive self-talk. Like my therapist has taught me that affirmations and like redefining how we speak to ourselves and about ourselves, like it actually changes the makeup of your brain, which is so wild to me. But my favorite way to step up my self-talk game is like I just kind of alluded to, practicing affirmations. We have a few episodes on the show that dive like pretty deep into affirmations. So if you're new to affirmations, you have no clue how to do them, how to use them, go scroll back and check out those episodes because I think that they will be really, really helpful for you. But again, that is number one. Number two, the second reason why writing and doing and creating goals might be stressing you out is because you don't have a goal setting strategy. So tell me if you can relate to this. You whip out your goal setting worksheet for the year, whether it's your planner or whatever, and you stare at the page with absolutely no clue what to write. You're just like, um... 
all right. Like you feel like the heading yearly goals is like staring back at you from the page, just mocking you, daring you to try to figure out what to write down on the paper. Like your brain feels like it turns to mush when it's time to write goals and you get really, really frustrated and overwhelmed by the thought of coming up with goals. Okay. If that's you, you're not alone. Okay. I've talked to a lot of people that feel this way. I've helped a lot of students work through this kind of a thing. But the reason you might be feeling this way is because you don't have a goal setting strategy. Blank pieces of paper can be intimidating AF when you're trying to do anything without a game plan. Seriously. So what is the solution if you don't have a goal setting strategy? I'm sure that you can probably guess it is get a strategy, right? Use your vision to help you set your goals. So when it comes to goal setting, you shouldn't be pulling things out of thin air. Like that's not helpful. Like it's not the vibe around here. We are intentional around here, okay? Like you are not a magician reaching your hand into a hat and hoping to pull out a rabbit, okay? Like no. You should be strategically crafting goals based on your season of life and the direction you want to be heading in. And the only way to know what direction you want to head in is to be clear on your vision, right? And using that vision to set goals that align with it. So the next question you might be asking me is like, okay, amazing, cool. I love that. But like, how can I get clear on my vision? So I have two exercises that I absolutely love to do to help me get clear on my vision. Number one is imagining my ideal day. And number two is filling out my life vision map. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the exercises themselves, because that would be a whole entire podcast episode on its own, which maybe I'll do that someday. We'll see. We'll see. But these exercises are actually in the 2023 Peacefully Productive Plan. And those are always linked in the show notes so you can go check them out. Um, And also, if you go back on my Instagram page, the best year ever workshop that we did in December, I go through these exercises. So if you're wanting to like really dig into them, go check that out. It's free. It's on Instagram. It's you just have to scroll back a little bit. Um, And then as far as a goal setting strategy, I cannot not mention my favorite tool when it comes to writing goals the Hustle Sanely Switch Goal Mapping Method. Now, SWITCH is an acronym, so let me tell you what each letter stands for. S stands for specific, W stands for why attached, I stands for impact driven, T stands for timeline based, C stands for check-in meetings scheduled, and H stands for habits and routines to support you. So to me, the Hustle Sanely Switch Goal Mapping Method, it's like the cooler, older sister to SMART goals, okay? When I used to be a personal trainer, I was taught to help my clients write goals using the SMART method, and no one really connected with it. You know, it was just kind of dry. So this injects a little bit of emotion and like feminine energy into goal setting. So writing your goals using the Hustle Sanely Switch goal mapping method helps you focus on who you're becoming as you work toward your goals. And it really positions you to take major and meaningful action on your goals while keeping your mental health and the important relationships in your life priorities, okay? We have an entire podcast episode dedicated to me walking you through the Hustle Sanely Switch goal mapping method in detail. Like it's literally the whole episode. So I'll link that in the show notes for you if that sounds like something that you want to learn more about. And a little fun fact for you, the Peacefully Productive Planner has worksheets built right in to help you turn your goals into Hustle Sanely Switch goals. 
duh, right? Of course that that is included in the planner. So number three, reason number three why setting goals might stress you out, why it's not your jam, why you dread it, because you create unrealistic timelines for your goals. All right, raise your hand if you consider yourself a fellow recovering workaholic or hustle cultureaholic. Cool? Okay. You're in good company because my hand is very much up in the air, okay? I am definitely a recovering hustle junkie, a recovering workaholic, like however you want to phrase it. But hustle culture tells us that we have got to go, go, go when it comes to our goals. There is no time to rest, no time to take care of our mental health, no time to pour into the important relationships in our lives, not if any of it is going to slow you down when it comes to achieving the next goal. Well, I'm here to tell you from personal experience that is BS, like total BS. When you operate that way, viewing a timeline that you created for yourself, might I add, like you created it, you're the inventor of the timeline as a chain, you're missing the mark of pursuing your goals. When we have that mentality that goals have to be done at super speed, sacrificing everything else in our lives on the way there, that's when we crash and we hit burnout, okay? Making the journey on the way to a goal sustainable is just as important, if not more important, than the goal itself. I have reached so many goals in the past by rigidly following timelines, but by the time I get to the goal, I'm a shell of myself, completely burned out, and I don't even have the energy to celebrate the goal. Like, it honestly sucks. So what is the solution? Like, if you find yourself creating unrealistic timelines for your goals, the solution is to view a timeline as a tool to hold you accountable, not a chain, okay? Here's the truth. Most timelines, they're arbitrary, meaning they're based on random choice or personal whim rather than any real reason or system. So many people treat timelines as these like life or death things when in reality, they're not. You are in charge of the timelines that are attached to your goals. And like I said earlier, I am all about discipline and keeping promises to ourselves. But listen, sometimes life happens. Our seasons shift without notice and we have to pivot our goals in our timelines. Example, I had no clue that I was going to be pregnant for most of 2022. When that happened, I had to shift around a lot of my business and life goals and their timelines. Some goals I had to get rid of altogether and some I had to move into this year, like things that I wanted to do last year in 2022 have become either 2023 goals or 2024 goals. Now, I made this post on my Instagram stories back in November, I want to say, and so many people reached out to me saying how much it resonated with them and it really fits here. So I want to repeat it. And here's what I said. Life isn't meant to be the same during different seasons. It's your job as the leading lady of your life to reflect on and adjust your habits and routines to support where you are now so you can get where you want to be as the healthiest version of yourself. So instead of viewing yourself as a failure, if you don't meet the expected timeline of your goal, flip that mindset and remember, Remember that you really are the leading lady of your life, and it's far better to shift your timeline to support you than it is to run yourself into the ground trying to meet a timeline that you created in the first place, right? So just like I always say, our schedules and routines are tools, not chains. 
that includes our timelines as well. Okay. So that is the third reason why goal setting might stress you out and what you can do about it. That brings us to number four. So maybe goal setting is not your jam and you dread it because you're setting goals based on what you see other people doing. This is a little sassy Jess moment, but I, I'm going to go with it. We're going to go with it, okay? It can be very tempting to kind of copy and paste other people's goals into your own life, especially when you see someone so hype about their goals. Like that energy rubs off and you're like, wow, yeah, amazing. I want to do that too. And hey, listen, I am sure that your heart is in the right place when you do that. And it's totally okay to be inspired by other people, but expecting to be able to, t- to like actually take someone else's goal and insert it into your life. It doesn't make sense because you and your life are completely different from them in their life, right? You are your own person with your own experiences, your own circumstances, and that's important to keep in mind when you're creating your goals. Just because your neighbor has a goal to like revamp or redesign her front porch this year doesn't mean you have to do that too. Just because your coworker is committed to losing 15 pounds this year doesn't mean you have to do that too. Just because your friend is working toward having her first million dollar year in business doesn't mean that you have to do that too, okay? I could keep going. I could go on and on. But the thing is you can admire someone's goal for their life without having to take it on for yourself, okay? So what is the solution here? The solution is to set goals that you actually care about and that make your life better. One tip that I talk about in some of my courses when it comes to getting clear on your vision and setting goals, if you really have no idea where to start when it comes to setting goals in your life, Think about the deficits in your life or the gaps in your life. What is a pain point in your life? Use that to inspire you. Make your life better by creating goals that kind of fill those gaps. So let's say you bust out your peacefully productive journal and you start brainstorming pain points in your life and your list looks something like this. I'm late for work a lot because I hit snooze too many times in the morning. I struggle with the Sunday scaries and I have a lot of anxiety on Sunday evenings. I don't feel fulfilled at my job. So let's say those are, like I said, what you come up with. Like when you're just thinking about your life, that those are some of your pain points. So maybe you can use those pain points to create goals that might sound like this. Create evening and morning routines that help me get to bed on time and give me something to look forward to waking up to. Create a routine that helps me get ready for my week before Sunday so that I can spend Sundays resting and relaxing. Figure out what type of job would fulfill me and create a plan of action to make the move toward leaving my current job and pursuing the new thing instead. Okay, so instead of copying other people's goals because they sound good, take some time to truly reflect on your own pain points so that you can set goals that you actually care about and that are going to make your life better. So that brings us to the fifth reason why goal setting might stress you out, why you are just like not a fan of it. And that is because you are setting too many goals. Okay, this is probably the one that I think most people have the hardest time with. And I'm here to tell you straight up that sometimes, honestly, most of the time, less is more when it comes to goal setting. Goal setting is not the same as an Easter egg hunt, y'all. You do not need to run around your life looking for goals to throw in your basket just for the sake of having a long goal list to pursue. A question that I get asked pretty often in regard to goals, do you have to have a new goal to pursue every month? 
Now, I want to talk about that after I share the solution to setting too many goals, which I'm sure you can guess. It's, it's a pretty obvious one. The solution, if you're setting too many goals, is to set fewer, more intentional goals. Okay, so now let's go back and answer that frequently asked question that I get all the time in my DMs. Do you have to have a new goal to pursue every month? Okay, I think a lot of people get hung up on how the Peacefully Productive Planners are set up. There is a space at the beginning of the planner to write a goal that you are pursuing every month, and each month has one of those switch goal mapping method planning pages for you to take one of your yearly goals and make it a switch goal. But what people tend to skip over is the very important part of the planner that says, don't feel pressured to fill this all up at once. Just because there are 10 or 12 spaces for you to write goals, goals doesn't mean you have to come up with 10 or 12 goals, okay? The way the planner is set up is a guide. I am by no means telling you that you have to be pursuing a new goal every single month because sometimes certain goals take us way longer to pursue than a month and they carry over into multiple months. Or sometimes we're working on three or four goals at once because they're goals that require less capacity from us and we feel comfortable goal stacking, right? Here's the truth. There are really no rules when it comes to how many goals you pursue at once. You can pursue three goals a year or 23 goals a year. You get to decide that. No one knows your capacity better than you. And also remember that it is very normal for your capacity to ebb and flow based on your season of life. And when I say capacity, I'm I'm talking about your output, like what you're able to do. So stop putting yourself in a box. You can pursue as few or as many goals as you'd like. Don't get hung up on the quantity of goals, but focus on the quality of your goals instead. The key to each goal you pursue is making sure that it is intentional and appropriate for your season and your life's vision. And that is what I have got for you today. Five reasons why you might be having a hard time with goal setting and some solutions to try. I hope this is helpful. If it was, I will love you forever if you take a screenshot and share this episode over on Instagram stories. I really do love and appreciate seeing your takeaways from the show. But anyway, I love you so much. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.